0: Hello, and it is Monday, the first day of the work week, and hopefully you had a great day yesterday in church. Today we are back in the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter number 16. We took a short break from our study through Psalms on Friday as we looked at the inspiring story of the prophet Micaiah. And today we're back in Psalm 16 on this, the Daily Rejoicing podcast. If you have your Bible, we'll begin by reading the psalm in its entirety, and then we'll see what God has for us to learn here today. Psalm 16, verse number one says this, Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my Lord. My goodness extendeth not to thee, but to the saints that are in the earth, and to the excellent in whom is all my delight. Their sorrows shall be multiplied that hasten after another god. Their drink-offerings of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names into my lips. The Lord is the portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. The lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope, for thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine Holy One to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life, in thy presence is fullness of joy, at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. The heading of Psalm 16 states that this psalm is a mictum of David. And if you have your Bible in front of you, you'll see that. And the meaning of that little word mictum is unknown. It is a technical term also used in the Psalms 56 through 60. There's a lot of speculation, uh, informed speculation, but some say it's a golden psalm. Others believe it means something like engraved or sculpted writing, meaning something very important that needs to be remembered forever. Another commentator said they think it perhaps means secret. Whatever the heading mictum means, we know that even among all 150 Psalms, which are all important, Psalm 16 is particularly worthy of attention and remembrance, a mictum of David. Why? The reason is clear when we understand that this psalm speaks of Jesus Christ, even more than speaking of Jesus Christ, I would say it is spoken by Jesus Christ. This is a messianic psalm, meaning it talks about the Messiah. And I have absolute confidence that this is the Lord here because In Acts chapter number two, now I'll read several verses from Acts two. So if you can turn there, but I'll read them for you. Acts two, Peter is preaching the Pentecost sermon. Remember where all those people got saved and uh, 3,000 people trusted Christ right after he preached this message and they were saved, baptized, added to the church simultaneously. And in Acts chapter two, I'll begin reading in verse number 22. Here we go. Are y'all listening? Okay, so here we go. Verse 25 of Acts 2. So he's talking about Jesus. I read those verses so we'd have the context. So verse 25, for David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand that I should not be moved. Now what, what he's doing here, he's talking about Psalm 16. Okay, I'm again reading verse 26 of Acts 2. Therefore did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. Now, if you've got your Bible and you're flipping back and forth, you can compare, especially Acts 2 verses 25 through 28 with what we just read in Psalms, Psalms 16 verses 8 through 11. And we're learning here from Peter. Now, we, we all already could have not assumed, but, but studied and figured out it was talking about Jesus because uh, thou wilt not leave thy soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to seek corruption. H and O are capitalized. It's talking about Jesus Christ. Only, only Christ is holy. And so it was talking about the Messiah, talking about who we know is Jesus Christ. But then Peter, still preaching in Acts 2, goes into it even more clearly, and he continues in verse 29. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of that patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his sepulcher is with us unto this day. Therefore, being a prophet, David, David was a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins, according to his flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He, seeing this before, Spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. So Peter is preaching, of course, David saw corruption. His body is corrupted now, it's dust. And he was a prophet, and he wasn't speaking of himself, he was looking ahead. I'll read it again. Therefore, being a prophet, knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne, he seeing this before. How? Because he was a prophet. Because, because no prophecy of the scriptures of any private interpretation, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. You see, men didn't come up with the words in the Bible. God gave them those words. They are God-breathed. That's what inspired means. And so David wrote this of Christ because verse 31 of Acts 2, he seeing this before, spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell. Neither his flesh did see corruption. Therefore Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we all are witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he hath shed forth this, which ye now see and hear. For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou on my right hand, until I make thy foes thy footstool. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. And that sermon, listener, was so powerful and meant so much as Peter uncovered the meaning of Psalm 16 that look look what happened next. Listen, Acts 2, 37, I'm continuing to read. Now, when they heard this, who? The, the Jews listening to Peter preach, they were The Jews who would have known, I, I mentioned that they're Jews, they're in Jerusalem, but I mentioned that because they would have known that Psalm. When they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call, and with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers, and it goes on. But I want to point out to you that when it is uncovered, the true meaning of this Psalm that it is about the Lord Jesus Christ that the prophet David wrote concerning the coming Christ and his death and resurrection, it unlocked the scriptures and it enabled them to have faith in God because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you want your faith strengthened, you will get into the word of God. Their faith was strengthened by the preaching of the Word of God. They heard the Word of God preached. Tomorrow, Lord willing, I'm so excited to get into get in, into the 16th Psalm with you because when you have that key that it is Christ speaking, it is Christ looking ahead towards His own resurrection and trusting God, in the meantime, it becomes so much more powerful, I believe, for you and me today. I appreciate you listening. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.